Real talk, real soul. Welcome to Soul Speak, your HQ for ideas and conversation, the podcast show that tackles today's toughest topics. Now, here are your hosts, The Delivery Crew. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Soul Speak. It's your favorite, The Delivery Crew. Ty, let them know what they're in store for today. Well, today we got a few announcements talking about our future events, upcoming events, and then we're going to get into some spicy details about what's going on today. But um, first, before we get that far, I'd like to bring up the fact that uh, we just had an amazing podcast collaboration with um, Anecdote. Uh, I know Matt, unfortunately, could not make that event. However, we, like... I gotta say, it was, it, it was an eye-opening experience to be able to talk to another group who is at the, I feel at the same level as us. They have just a little over the subscriber count of what we have right now, or following count on their social media page. And you can see that they are constantly changing overnight just as much as we are. And it, it really shows like how, and, and the only way to really make this work is to support one another in the podcast world. But, yeah, uh, man, no, absolutely. Like having, have, making friends, especially in a business like this, is always really nice. You know, everybody's on the same grindstone. You have a unspoken connection of sorts. It's kind of like playing the same sport as somebody. Yeah, really. And I feel afterwards we have like a true podcast connection. Like we, you will definitely see episodes from us in the future. We, uh, we've already planned a year reunion just to see where we've came so far from our last episode together to the next episode together. I, I think that's a good uh, benchmark to show like how doing something like this uh, can grow into whatever you want it to be at whatever pace you want it to be. Just all you got to do is communicate, go out and reach out to the next person beside you who's talking about things that you might not have heard about but you want to you know listen to but um not to mention that our future collaboration uh he's not a podcaster it'll be our first i'd say official um interview of sorts um with pierre bacos i think i pronounced his last name correctly sorry i'm I'm pretty sure you're good yeah pretty sure pretty sure i did but um he, he's a pretty cool friend of my uncle's who is interested in what we have to say about just communicating ideas, <clears throat> hard topics that are like hard to get different perspectives because they can be polarizing of sorts or the feeling of uh, my perspective is right and yours is wrong, so I'm not going to listen to you. Like We try and like blemish that image here and make sure that every perspective should be heard and accounted to so you can get the right perspective and so that episode will be going heavily into holistic truths heavily into um his schooling experience as a strict devout uh catholic going into just his life experiences because he has uh, a lot more experiences than we do based off what i've uh, talked to him about and i gotta say that one's going to be an interesting one i cannot wait to talk to pierre yeah, man, I'm really excited to get to know uh, get to know him. I've been digging through some of his socials, and I think we're going to have a good time. Oh, it's yeah. always good to meet new people. Yeah, and that's the point of this: is the 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 attract new people, new perspectives, and you know, give a, give a hub for the voice, and that's what we want to be. Is, a, is a I've hub been telling, 
I've been hyping up this next episode with Pierre as like the closest episode to like a Joe Rogan style, honestly, because we are going to get a little more philosophical. We're going to have a guest that, you know, is professional in his studies. I think it'll be, I, I, there's going to be a lot of knowledge flung around. I am, I'm very excited. For sure. We get to see how a man was able to carry out his drive and his passion to do what he wanted to do for so long and how he found it. And, um, something that I think people around our age, it, like we're in the process of forming all that, finding what it, our passion and our motivation is, what we want to apply it to, and why we have those motivations and inspirations. And, you know, it'll definitely be a, um, a clear bridge of the gap of the knowledge that most people can't necessarily find as easily as just going out and talking to someone else. Man, you know what, Ty? I wish there was some competition I could enter with all of this art that I have laying around. Yeah, right? I mean, almost as if that art could be put right onto a t-shirt. Almost as if we are perfect enough to be that outlet to do so. But, but wait, 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 wait. But if I win, will I get a shout out or anything? Like, what, what's the point in me entering? The reason why you should enter is because there's 100 in, uh, nominees who can enter in the contest. And Tyler, let's go ahead and talk about those prizes for those 100 people who enter in the contest. Boy, howdy. I thought you'd never ask, Ty. Because you know what? First through fourth place gets an instant $25. Oh. 25 smackaroonies. You get your design put on in a t-shirt that's going to be sold alongside of our other merch that's available. And you get a shout out and you get a follow back on all platforms. And that's first through fourth and then fifth through 100th. So pretty much just for entering, you get a repost of your design and a shout out. And this is going on all the way through the end of April. Um, so please, guys, send us your designs. Let us just if you have any questions, feel free to DM us. Just add us. At Soulspeak TV, Instagram, Twitter, hashtag Soulspeak TV. We're there, baby. Yeah, and uh, don't forget you can also email us those inquiries at Soulspeak or SoulspeakTV at gmail.com. And um, make sure you include your name and the word Soulspeak to be considered for this. Yes, sir. We cannot wait to see those designs. Also, if you don't make this competition, there will be more in the future because we love to hold interactive events. We want to be able to communicate with you guys as much as we can and to be able to put your artwork, your styles, ha handmade by the people who listen to us and keep us afloat. We want to return the love by putting your designs out to the world. And um, with that, I'd also like to talk about some other things we have leading into the future uh, about social media platforms and outlets where you can might get a follow or a subscribe and that is YouTube because we'll be making a move to YouTube soon with some big changes we'll be having some faces coming out and not not everybody's face just whose faces will it be I know mine will be there mine will be there nah Matt said not so much he'll just he'll just be doing the soundboards what about you Bailey will we get to see your pretty face Probably not. Well, we we gonna have to figure well, out. Well, you get the, the <laughs> you get you get two out of four members of the delivery crew. Lucky you. 
Yeah, right. I guess you guys don't get a bio on the website. I don't know. Maybe, maybe that's what it comes down to. <laughs> Dude, my bio's already out there. You just got to listen. <laughs> you no. just got to listen. Yeah. He said, here's my repertoire. <laughs> also, You uh, need a resume? Also, that is another thing that will be coming soon to the website, and that will be an About Us page, where you get a, a little uh, spill about us and uh, possibly an image of those who would like to attend. We'll have some discussing on uh, whose images and whose bios will be there. As well as we are setting up a Patreon page for those who would like to donate and uh, just, just give back love and help keep us running so that way we can keep putting out other people's ideas, keep giving those who need, want to put their voice out an outlet to do that. And um, we're working really hard to bring you guys the real talk and the real soul that we hype up every episode, man. Our goal is to ultimately connect with y'all, you know, get get y'all as close to the delivery crew as can be. So please come through. Yeah, this gear ain't cheap. So if you want us to keep expanding, keep growing, keep getting better, throw us a little something our way. <laughs> we haven't paid Matt since we started this, you guys. Please, he's starving. <laughs> this man hasn't had a meal since starting this. He is he is working for freezies. We are all still college kids living on that ramen noodle diet. <laughs> I wish. Please, let me step up for Maruchin. Please. <laughs> no, no, no. Back, back to the YouTube talk. Uh that will also expand to a future of what we're wanting to do with these animated shorts that anecdote beat us to the punch with showing more love to them. Go check them out. Check out their animated shorts. Um, it's a not, it's nice, man. It's funny. I like, they flow well, like they're, they're pretty good editors for, for, um, for guys who are just starting out. Don't even think they have six episodes out. They edit pretty I well. Think we were their six. Yeah, we were their six, but, um, Go check theirs out. Um, we don't want to be a carbon copy. We want to be unique. So you, you can definitely be sure to know that our animated shorts will be of different nature than theirs. However, that will be coming. And give major hype to the, uh, our new intro we're going to be coming with. Whew. Man, it's going to rock the Some socks off. fire. I don't think you guys are going to be ready for it. Y'all going to see it. Y'all going to see it light up everywhere. Some Tron stuff. That's the only way you're gonna be able to call it. But um Zooey Mama. <laughs> no. Uh, but has anybody been flicking on the news in the past few days or weeks at this point now? Shit. What am I, 35? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> the only news I get so, is from Reddit. Honestly, well, though? Redditors have been blowing up about this. Have you guys I'll just cut to the chase. Have you guys seen this little Nas X shit? Man, I have, and dude, I didn't. I had to turn it off like the first twenty seconds of me watching it. I cannot even lie. Ben it was pretty aggressive. Yeah, like I, I listened to the argument because I wanted to be sure that I don't fuck around and say something that I cannot say, like that f word. But you know, it's all good. But um, the man, he tried to make the argument like everyone's pushing their own agenda, and there was no agenda backing it at all. He was just living out his personality, so to say, or doing what he wants to do. However, I don't want to watch that, so I won't. And I will click off of it. 
And I honestly think True. it should be as simple as that, but it cannot be just due to the fact that people are so fucking polar nowadays and got to put out what they feel. But, um, I mean, that's facts. This is the United States of America. If I don't want to watch something, I'm just not going to watch it. That's, that's my right as, as a consumer, but it's their right as a producer Agreed. to say whatever they want and, and put whatever they want out there as art. I mean, that's, that is a protected right. So you can't censor them for, I, I don't even know what this video is about. I, I'm just talking philosophically here. So I'll tell you pretty much a long of the short. So he's, the video starts with him like ascending to heaven. And then he goes down this stripper pole from heaven all the way to hell and starts basically giving old Satan boy a lap dance, getting more than his horns hard. Mm-hmm. And Licking at that face. I'm not going to lie, man. It was, as somebody that is relatively desensitized to most things, it was just kind of disturbing to keep it, keep it a buck with you, man. I just, even if it was somebody that I like, like if Eminem came out with that music video, I'd be, I'd be like, okay, that's too far. (laughs) That's a little weird. I mean, it just was, it was, but, but I do think it was a shock value video to sell these shoes before Nike, you know, shuts down this shit oh they already they already dropped that freaking lawsuit on them like a sack of hammers man yeah they well i mean they used the vapor max shoe and the logo of course it was going to get the hammer like what i don't know what else they were expecting really mm-hmm. like it's you they do have uh options and routes to be able to like buy a shoe from nike and customize it yourself and resell it at a different value however they have to agree to it and it has to be an image that does not blemish their reputation. And I think that, you know, they just did not want to be involved with that at all. I feel like they were going to lose out on the church crowd. And, um, oh, yeah, because everyone at my church wears J's. <laughs> I mean, you know, everybody <laughs> still runs. Like, you know, you don't know how far the Nike outreach goes. It's, it's just for athleticism. Church people still want to be athletic. Maybe. Man, well, I mean, you already have, and you know this. We all came up for, we all came up from the south. Southerners swore off like people are still pissed off about Colin Kaepernick, <laughs> like because Nike sponsored him. Still, people I mean, that I hear that all the time. They're like, no surprise, they're the ones that let him. You know, you hear it all the time, and it's just <laughs> kind of funny that that comes up in the same conversation now. Yeah, I mean, I think at that point, like, that's that's where you could say the cancel culture starts to grow, in my opinion, is right around that, that era or that stage. That or, better way to put it, you can see where it's easily, it, the cancel can be easily, like, pushed away from, the other, uh, from another side. So, like, if there's a side such as the people who wanted to cancel Nike for the Colin Kaepernick thing, they are all like combated with you are racist for not wanting Colin Kaepernick to do this because he's doing it for a reason. And so now like Colin Kaepernick is seen as the icon behind the movement for Nike and the whole kneeling of the games. Like Colin started that. However, like yep. what what determines being able to like get on the wave of this is what's going to be canceled because it has this this S amount of people supporting it due to this won't be canceled because it only has this amount of S supporting it. Like, 
I don't know, man. I feel like boycotts, because that's what cancel culture is. Boycotts have been around for generations and generations. The internet's just made it a lot easier to organize them, and they've become Agreed. a lot more effective. So what we're seeing is just this Frankenstein's monster of something that's been done for years that's just being taken too far. That's, that's what cancel culture is. Um, there's nothing new about it. It's just how much reach your message has and how many people decide to jump on the boat. Yeah, that, that is yeah. true. No, I totally agree. And also to your point of like you know, the whole, the whole uh, cancel culture thing, is like Colin Kaepernick at least had a reason for doing what he's doing. Like as far as, I mean, even whether you agree with it or not, he used his platform, you know, in a different way to get his message across and it cost him his career. But, he, you know, he, I think he was well prepared for that to cost him his career um, versus like Lil Nas is just trying to chase a bag with some shoes, you know, like there, I don't, I don't feel like there's any message there. And I feel like people have drawn up this whole, because I totally think it's a troll. Like, have you seen his Twitter? He he tweeted out. He said, "My bad, bro." At God. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Which is pretty I, funny. <laughs> I mean, he definitely is trying to, I guess, play it off or be like as relevant in the situation as he can. I mean, if you're going to take it that far to actually record the video, release the video, not even know if the company whose shoes you're using is going to be okay with the image you're producing. Like you, I don't think he had thought about the other side. I think he had just only thought about getting it done and being able to say he was able to get it done. I think that's all that mattered to him and he got it done. Can we just talk about for a second, the commentary that this has on society as a whole, like when, when did it become acceptable to openly just be like, A, that's sexual in in pop culture. I mean, and it's not just Nas. I mean, look at Cardi B's Grammy performance. Um, yeah. It, it was borderline obscene. Um, and I agree. B, like, Satan worship. Even if he's not, I doubt he's actually a Satan worshiper. But just the glorification of that. Like, when did we choose to ignore what is you know fundamentally right and wrong as a society to allow this to be even considered acceptable because to some people it is it's just art well see that's where well, the point you made a second ago about how like he is just an artist talking about how he feels or what he wants to say so you can't really stop him from doing so you can't necessarily stop anyone from talking or saying how they feel is it's up to people to decide what they want to listen to and so like it's up to the people to click off of it and not watch it so it doesn't get views or it doesn't get shares yeah no and i i, I completely agree with that it's his right to say and and produce whatever art he wants but as consumers we also have a duty to try and uphold like at least some standards of decency like well, the internet has proved that there really is no standard of decency in a culture like today's, especially with COVID and everything shifting a lot of people online. Like, I think the final wave of people that didn't have social media eventually caved to social media during the whole pandemic. And also, if there's one fundamental truth 
of media in general, sex sells. And I think a lot of people, you know, it, we're in such an era where it's major body positivity and anti-slut shaming was back to back. So I think now people are afraid to come out and say how they feel because there's this huge group of people that are going to just turn violent and aggressive for no reason. Like me right now saying that that video makes me uncomfortable. I guarantee there's somebody that, Oh, well you're Satan phobic. Like you didn't understand I, it. Correctly. There's, there's a group of people that's probably pissed off with me, you know, saying things like that. And yeah. that's wrong. I should be allowed to voice how I feel because if you want any chance of changing my mind, you don't need to come after how I feel straightforward. You and again, need to tell me how you feel and open the dialogue so we can have the conversation. Because if there's some bottom like underlying theme that I'm missing, by all means, tell me. But watching that video, there was no underlying themes. The guy was obviously, I mean, flirting with the devil is probably the biggest overarching theme that I got from my minute and a half watching it. And again, I don't, I don't, I don't think that he should be you know, he hasn't done anything out of bounds. Agreed. I'm just saying that we as consumers should have... I've already said that. I mean, I just... I don't understand it, I guess, is the way that I, I would put it. Is I just... I, I feel like I have a sense of what is right and what is wrong, and that doesn't align with it. And that... I, I don't understand why other people don't have similar views to me but you know everybody has their own views so such is life exactly such is life amen brother that one's definitely a uh, hard one to talk about for sure because voice is a hard one to control you i don't necessarily think you can and the fact that you said you know you it's hard to understand why someone can't have the same views as you or doesn't I mean, that that's the whole reason why we are here. Yeah, that, that, that's, that's the fundamental human condition. Like, that is the whole reason Soul Speak was created is to make sure that we come to an understanding on why there are different viewpoints so that way we can get to a summarized one, that one that is acceptable by both. Right. I mean, okay, so walk me through this. Somebody plays devil's advocate and be, explain to me why I should appreciate this video, these shoes, what he's doing. Okay. So I have I, a, a, a light grasp on, and I can't speak for everybody, but I know for the most part, the LGBTQ community has taken on, um, is kind of is defending Lil Nas. And they're talking about how, you know, gay people become desensitized to the idea of hell because they're told their entire lives that being gay will send them to hell. So it's being portrayed right now. And I, I'm, I have, I'm indifferent about this opinion because I don't know how I feel either way solid enough to make a firm statement. Um, but they're defending it and showing what the desensitization, desensitization, I think that's the word um, of hell can do because they are, um, well, you know, it, it's because it's like a mental health thing. And I, I feel like if it is, you know, we need to check on Lil Nas X, then, then people need to start checking on Lil Nas X. Right. Um, 
But like to me, in the era that we grew up in too, you know, the Illuminati theory was really popular. And it's, I can just imagine like if this music video comes out in like 2002, people are like, oh, it's the Illuminati. I mean, uh, let's not also forget that Eminem rapped about dragging people to the woods and slitting their throats and painting the forest and... Like, oh, Eminem's got we can, yes. Do, you want to dig through that catalog? Yes, I mean Stan is a thing, but at the same time, Stan's not even the worst. I, I, it's the example that popped into my head. Kim, um, it's fair. <laughs> but um, no, I, I would say that there's a difference there because Eminem, when he was rapping about these things, was a man who had a reason to be angry and was seeking vengeance. And yes, I do not agree with the violence that he portrayed, but at least there was some semblance of a reason for it. Whereas this video that it's just, it's just kind of there. I don't I see a, a reason grab. for it. I mean, I know I've been quiet for most of this episode, but I guess well, I can kind of give you a little... Uh, I, I'm going to go ahead and be straightforward. I don't know jack shit on this, uh, as Ty probably just saw me. I was I was scrolling through Reddit for a little bit, trying to figure out how I can interject something into this. Using that as a portrayal, and from what I've seen through Reddit, it's more of he's using imagery and the music to paint it. It's one of those things where, again, I have not seen the video. I'm just going off of the memes that I've been scrolling through and all that. But it seems like it's more of just an image where, kind of like what Tyler was saying earlier, where like the LGBTQ community is just kind of desynthesized, I guess, to the whole situation. Yeah, words. And so, uh, yeah, the, it's just his version of it, I guess, and trying to show you through, I guess, this art medium. So I mean, yeah, I, I see that. And uh, uh, going back to you asking for like the devil's advocate part on it, uh, the point I wanted to make was the devil like wasn't inherently evil he was kind of forced upon god to be the gatekeeper of hell and this was one of the topics i had seen trying to defend it and it's like it, it's kind of i guess trying to sexualize the devil to make him not as evil as what he is but you know it's hard to collect meanings like that from a video that portrays it that way you know so i do see what you're saying but, and you know, the, the stories that were taught about the devil directly, um, and this is not doctrine. This is just what I believe. He's almost a sympathetic character because he just had a different idea and he just wanted to express that idea and bring that idea to fruition. And he was cast down for it because, you know, because God was like, no, we're going with my plan. So you can you can handle the people who don't go with my plan. That's what you get. I like to believe, personally, that at the end of the universe, he's going to come around. That everyone can be saved. That option is there, even for him. 
But, you know, at the same time, this is not the time and place for that. Right now, he is the enemy. You know, and Jesus said, love thy enemy. Don't, don't do harm unto him just because he is the enemy. And I fully agree with that. But at the same time, you shouldn't praise your enemy. You shouldn't elevate them. And that's just my two cents on that as far as the religion behind it goes. I mean, again, I can, that's not doctrine. I mean, I can agree with you on that front. But I mean, I just, I look at it like. I, I enjoy metal music, so the whole devil portraying thing isn't unknown to me. Like, oh, at I, this point. I mean, I agree. But it's, it's like, I don't think he was embracing satan by any stretch of the imagination like he could have again like just been using this as a platform to get a rise out of a certain crowd because let's be fair if you start preaching about the devil being good i can think of at least all of alabama coming after you oh i'm not saying that he's good i'm saying there's a chance that he could Mm. repent and be redeemed Oh. Yeah, I see where you're coming from with the sympathetic villain aspect of it, though, because the the Christian Bible, it does preach like uh, the downfall of the devil was he wanted to rule uh, heaven, correct? Yeah. It was, just, it was just, I mean, you make a fair point, Matt. What I've never really considered, the devil could te- is still technically redeemable following, you know, like – basic traditional Christian morality while because you know my one thing is blasphemy but we won't get into you know religious theology I just that's an interesting point you brought up but one I'll have to simmer on for a little while well and and you know we have different views on certain things like this is one of the things that we have a different version of um, sure. in in our version of you know the fall of the devil um, what do you mean in our version? Uh, the the churches. I am the bro Mormon here. Okay, I'm so gonna, I'm, I'm not sure. speaking for you. I'm speaking for the church in this case. Um, in our version, uh, you know, the devil. There, or basically, God says, "Look, my sons and daughters, um, us, everybody who's ever lived, they are uh, yep. they're going to mess up, and they need a way to come back." And the devil says, okay, let me do it. I'll be the savior. I'll save each and every one of them by making sure they don't sin. And God was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. They're there to learn, man. You go through life to learn and become better. And you can't do that if you don't make mistakes. And Jesus said, yeah, I, I agree. Um, you know, I want them to choose to be redeemed from their mistakes. Allow them to make their mistakes, but let them choose to come back to God. And that is why God chose Jesus over the devil and cast the devil out, was because the devil wanted to take away our ability to choose. And, But it wasn't necessarily for a bad purpose. He just wanted to see everyone get saved. And with the decision-making format that um, that came to pass, you can choose to be saved, but you're not forced to. And that that's a that's a fundamental 
right that we see not just in religion but in the american condition i mean the founding fathers wanted us to have the freedom and the choice to make whatever we could out of our lives not because we were forced to be perfect citizens but because we were allowed to make decisions that would better ourselves and hopefully society around us so again like i don't think and this is one of the key reasons that i personally and this is no longer doctrine i personally believe that he is redeemable is because his motivation wasn't bad he just went about it the wrong way that's a fair point well that's i never i've never really heard that side of things thank you matt i have i've I have a little bit to chew on now. <laughs> One point I would like to uh, leave off with that I, we got to have like a, a religious theology episode just to talk about all this. But, um, you know, you're, you're pretty much saying that the devil went about it in the wrong way because it wasn't God's way. And um, all this stuff that it was the right, right motivation, but just could have been done a, a different way. Um, well, that's like with parents, like you go to do something and you, with everything you've learned up to the point where you are in your life, you could do something and you think it's the right way and with right motives. And then your parents say it's wrong, but because they say it's wrong, you might not necessarily still believe that it's wrong. And who is to say that it is wrong just because your parents said it is wrong. Yeah, but the difference here is that God is God. <laughs> um, by by definition, He is right. That is that that there's no two ways about that. He created the universe. We're living in His universe. So what He says goes. Human parents, while having the best of intentions, um. You know they're they're subject to the same problems that the human children are, which is they're products of their environment and what they have learned over time, and they're not perfect because no human is perfect. But if if you believe that God is perfect, which is a fundamental Judeo-Christian belief, then you kind of have to go with our interpretation. I, I, if you believe that the events transpired, which I know not every Christian does. But if you do, and you believe that God is perfect, which is something that I do believe, then what happened makes sense. Man, yeah, there's, there's a whole lot of, uh, whole lot of information involved with that that we're going <laughs> to save for the religious episode. But man, there's, there's, a, there's a lot of truth that can be found in religion. But just speaking on truths, man, did y'all see what happened to the truth? What a good segue, Ty. I want to kiss you for that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, bro, I did see that. <laughs> he had blizzies and liquor and strippers and I, honestly, 315 viewers. Yeah, I honestly didn't get to see the live. I just saw the like post about... Paul Pierce fired from SportsCenter for... Um, ESPN. B oh, yeah, ESPN. From ESPN for attending a strip club and posting it on live. <laughs> I think he was at the crib, bro. I don't even think he was at the club. 
Oh, I thought it said. I think he was at the crib. No, go look at some of those screenshots. Those are hilarious. <laughs> so he also he tweeted in response to um, to him getting fired from ESPN. Hey, on, let me. Yeah, Let me bring that he, up. he put he, hashtag good, smile man. and started laughing. Yeah, man, he was like, "Big things to come." <laughs> uh, hang on, let me find it. Big things coming soon. Stay tuned. Make sure you smile. Hashtag truth shall set you free. Dude, it was funny. The um, uh, Instagram page, the Sports Wave official. They they made a post. They were like, "All right, here's our chance. We can pull in Paul Pierce for cheap, and we won't have any issues or restrictions uh, about strippers in the clause." Come on, Paul Pierce, here's your chance. Man, I can't believe Barstool's out here, man. Viva la stool! Come on, Paul Pierce. <laughs> we think you're better than Dwayne Wade. <laughs> it's all right if you got to fake shit in the middle of a game to get out. We won't we won't whine about it. We knew you had to go take a doo-doo, Paul. Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Man, there's not really much else to say, but it, just, it blew up the internet for a while. Like, he was, he really was wild, and I don't, I think he might have been blacked out, to be honest with you. Yeah. There's no telling. Like, he must not have handled his hungover game as well as Michael Jordan did, to say the least. <laughs> Michael Jordan. That's why he didn't. Go ahead. That's why he didn't get a goodbye tour. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Paul Pierce can't hang. <laughs> hey, there's a shirt. There's a shirt designed for somebody. Paul Pierce can't hang. Yeah, and it's him jumping and just like missing on the rim, just <laughs> with like a stripper butt in the background. <laughs> okay. Oh, uh, that I, might be my submission. I hate to be the downer on this one, but can I explain the company's position a little bit? Who's the ESPN ABC? Yeah, go ahead. Sure, since you oh, have yeah. the most like in depth knowledge. Well, no, no, no. It. This is this is not insider information. This is just me knowing if the process. I was in in the, their position. Um, when you're a host and a, and a public figure like Paul Pierce is, and you're representing the company, um, you know this is this is a very fine knife to walk. Because I personally don't think that the company should dictate what I do on my personal time. Um, and that's, that's one of the reasons that I'm not going to be, you know, outing my full identity on the website is because I don't want to be a face of the franchise. Um, because once you become a face of the franchise, you are associated with the franchise. And everything that you do reflects on the franchise and everything the franchise does reflects on you. So he just got himself into the position where he became a public figure that was representing something. And if I'm that company and what he's doing doesn't align with our quote unquote values, um, not that I think ABC's values are, uh, some of them are good. Some of them are bad like any other organization in the world. But I don't think that he was in a place to be posting such things when it could hurt his professional reputation and by extension, the companies. And that's, that's why probably why they made the decision that they made. 
I mean, here's the thing. As as someone that's a huge sports fan, and I know a, a couple of you guys are as well, it's no surprise he got fired. Like, you, you – even if you're in a state where it's legal, it's like I've never seen Ernie Johnson getting turnt on his Instagram. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Just to keep it real. I mean, you know, Kenny, thing- I've never seen Kenny the Jet light up a blizzy on camera. <laughs> we might see Shaq with a cigar every now and then, but that's Shaq. You know, he's always doing wild antics. Every time he's on camera, the man holds a cigar like a cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> that's probably why his voice is so damn deep. He's fucking, hey, man. Scar, take keep the doctor away. <laughs> yeah, he don't buy a carton of cigs. He buys a carton of cigars. <laughs> but um, man, I. But you know, long live the truth. <laughs> hey, and don't get me wrong. I mean, I I am all for having fun and enjoying your time off. And while that may not be how I have fun and enjoy my time off, if that's what he wants to do, that's what he wants to do. But you can't you especially when you're in a position where you're a public figure, you can't be dragging that to light. Well, see now I will say, did you see how much money he made during his brief stint as a commentator? No, he made 200 mil. Jeez. Well, see, that's, Uh, (laughs) he's good. Yeah. That is also what I wanted to say is like, since his name has been formed through the years and people do know him and he's had a commentating like stance out there. He, he can do whatever he wants. We, we get to see how his creativity works, where he wants to put his name. Like, he's going to make money wherever he goes. Money will follow Hey, Paul him. Pierce, come on the podcast. Yeah, right. Paul Pierce, we're going to do a collab. The truth meets the real truth. <laughs> we'll call it real truth. Yes. <laughs> I'll, even, I'll even bite my tongue and put a Celtics logo on there if you want. Just just hit us up. Yes, exactly. At Still Speak TV. <laughs> <laughs> Also, um, one last point, uh, and this, this might be a serious flip on the head. However, do want to get this out. For any women, uh, uh, woman out there who is brave enough to want to speak on any past occurrences that's happened with them, whether it be assault or um, abuse or whatever the issue may be, uh, we want to bring awareness to that um, to our show and le- uh, set out an episode just to talk about that. Uh, we can either choose to either a talk about their experience, your experience, um, how you want to grow for it and help those who have been through the same things, or just bring awareness to the situation altogether. However, we ju- I just want to put out there that um, we would like uh, the, our women audience to reach out to us and. Um, let, speak with us about that. We want to be sure that uh, your voices are heard, as are heard, just as much as all the sport-loving guys and gals and all the other topics. We want to make sure that we are bringing everyone to light here at Soul Speak. With that said, uh, yeah, yes. With with that said, I would like to um, leave with you guys that Pierre will be our next show. It's going to be a great show. Make sure you attend. It's going to be wonderful. It's going to be a nice adventure down his passions, his life experiences. And uh, from there, I'd like to leave it with you guys. Real talk, real soul. Soul speak.
Like what you hear or have a topic suggestion for the show? Join the conversation and subscribe now on social media at SoulSpeakTV or visit SoulSpeak.tv for more exciting content. This podcast is made possible by listeners like you. SoulSpeak, real talk, real soul.